And welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, August 15th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris and Riley Wolf Bauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending August 12th, 2022. In general economic news, U.S. inflation cooled in July by more than expected, easing some pressure on the Federal Reserve. The consumer price index increased 8.5% from a year earlier, down from 9.1% in, in June. That was the largest in four decades, according to data from the U.S. Labor Department. Prices were unchanged for the month from the prior month. A declining gasoline offset increases in food and shelter costs. The used car CPI dropped 0.4% year over year. In automotive, electric vehicle subscription service Autonomy placed a $1.2 billion order for electric vehicles, totaling 23,000 units from 17 different automakers, according to published reports. The EVs in the order must have an MSRP range of 26,600 to approximately 122,400 and a minimum battery range of 250 miles. They must also additionally be available purchase before the end of 2023. Autonomy is looking to diversify and grow its subscription fleet, which currently consists of 1,000 Tesla vehicles. The order includes EVs from a number of OEMs, including BMW, Canoe, Fisker, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Lucid Group, Mercedes-Benz, Polestar, Rivian, Stellantis, Subaru, Toyota Motor, Volvo Car, and Volkswagen. The order comes on the heels of its partnership with AutoNation, who will serve as the dealer of record for the subscription company to place the orders with the OEMs and handle maintenance, repair, and reconditioning of the vehicles for subscription. Speaking of electric vehicles, Rivian Automotive closed out, its second, closed out second quarter earnings and reaffirmed its production guidance for the full year despite protracted supply chain constraints as pre-orders continue to ramp. Rivian doubled down on the expectation that it would produce 25,000 units by the end of the year. In Q2, the OEM produced and delivered more than 4,400 vehicles across its R1T, R1S, and commercial EDV 700 vehicles. In auto finance, our top stories last week covered new technology investments and leasing moves. Amanda, uh, kick us off on the technology front. Sure. Um, so we have a little bit of an update from U.S. Bank and flagship credit acceptance. So I'll just start with U.S. Bank. Um, so we have followed, they've been working on launching real-time payments um, for a while now. So they launched real-time payments for auto dealers recently. So they that will accelerate funding time and basically allow dealers to access loan funds um, anytime. So outside normal business hours, on the weekend, any day of the year, including holidays, um, which is obviously a big benefit for the dealers. It gives them more control over cash flow, and it obviously speeds funding, which we all know is a really big uh, sticking point for dealers. Um, so the U.S. Bank launched real-time payments before now um, with Lithia Motors' digital retailing arm uh, driveway back in April. Uh, those payments were specifically sent to sellers, um, and that's to speed the funding for the sellers. But that sparked the interest of auto dealers who also wanted to take advantage of, you know, these real-time kind of immediate payments for loans. Uh, so the bank 
launched those for dealers, gotten um, really, really positive response. Uh, they've been offering them since about October um, uh, last year, which followed a pilot. So they started with about 20 dealers um, in June. And now they have more than 800 dealer partners that are using uh, real-time payments. So just immediately sparked interest. Um, the bank does believe that real-time payments will be a major part of the industry in the future, just as more financiers offer them. Um, so we'll kind of, you know, follow that and see it's a new it's a new thing. It's driven by technology. Um, it's something that, you know, allows dealers to get immediate access to loan funds um, when they would normally have to wait, you know, at least a couple of days. <laughs> um, so that's on one side. Uh, flagship credit acceptance is also using new technology. So they are expanding into direct-to-consumer lending through an equity investment in automotive e-commerce technology provider Blinker. Um, so subprime lender flagship um, is going to integrate Blinker's loan origination technology, which is powered by artificial intelligence and machine learning. And essentially the tech allows customers to apply for and complete financing online. Um, so on top of AI machine learning, Blinker also uses what's called vision technology. And it essentially is a camera that allows customers to upload photos of their vehicle, their documentation, such as their identification. They can verify their identity so the camera can use technology to their face so they can verify they are who they are um, to match their you know, driver's license. And they can upload all their financing documentations online. And this is all can be done via a phone. So that's the main avenue is the smartphone, mobile technology can be done obviously on a computer as well. But that's the idea that they can do all this from their phone. So flagship historically has purchased direct loans from lending partners. But with this technology, they're going to be actually able to do direct to consumer lending and they will be originating and servicing the loans themselves. They have a couple different avenues they use for capital. ABS market is a big one. Um, they have a wireless house line of credit. So they're using those to actually originate the loans themselves versus using this kind of purchasing avenue they have been um, on top of what they do in the indirect space. So indirect financing not going away. Still about 80% of their originations are through the indirect channel. They will keep all their dealer relationships, all their relationship with third parties that they you know, purchase from. None of that's changing as far as I'm aware. Um, but this is just another avenue for them to do direct lending to consumers, mainly in refinance for now. And then they may expand that later. So that's what we have going on. Right. I think both of them, both of these moves highlight sort of two key elements of the market right now. One, on one hand, you have time to funding uh, for dealers, right? We have, we have a whole environment where car sales are going down. So how do you get your product in front of the competition? And a lot of that is going to have to do with time to funding. So I would, I would imagine, you know, we're going to see a lot more lenders kind of follow suit in terms of speeding up their funding. We already have been seeing that. And then of course, um, on, on the flagship side, again, getting your product, um, different avenues in front of different consumers rather than just sort of relying on that indirect business. Um, I think we'll continue to play a key role um, until, again, we're back to that production, ramping back up to normal time. Um, speaking of new opportunities and getting your product in front of um, new consumers, uh, Riley, what's going on on the leasing front? Yeah, so I'll start with uh, Affinity Federal Credit Union. The credit union is New Jersey's largest credit union, and it announced a partnership with Credit Union Leasing of America, which the partnership began in April, and it gives Affinity the ability to offer vehicle leasing using Kula's platform. 
Uh, so Kula's platform, Kula handles the analytics, insurance, operations, and the compliance side of the leasing program for all of its credit union partners. Kula has, now including Affinity, has 34 credit union partners. Affinity originated 274 leasing contracts through Kula's platform in July, which is up 8.7% from June. The credit union is tracking towards around 300 leases in August, and hopes to eventually reach 1,000 leases per month. Kula originated 50,000 leases with all of its credit union partners in 2021, which is a single year record of $2 billion and is on pace for an increase in 2022. This is another indicator that credit unions are grabbing a market share um, as they offer longer loan terms and lower rates to drive originations. Now over to uh, TD Auto's partnership. They inked a partnership with online end of lease platform Lease End to finance lease buyouts on the digital platform. TD Auto went live on the Lease End platform in late July and joined Ally Financial, Capital One, Fifth Third, PNC, and Westlake Financial as partners on the platform. Uh, so Lease End is a third-party platform that provides lessees the ability to digitally complete the lease-end process without having to step foot into the dealership. Lease-end is just started in February 2021, and they are continuing to grow as, the number, as they have doubled the number of lease buyouts facilitated every six months since it launched. The platform facilitated 548 lease buyouts in July and is on pace to facilitate about 760 in August. Uh, the number of lessees who buy out their vehicle has increased um, with the continued high value of, of used cars and low new inventory that has continued in the industry. Well, um, again, on, on point with, with trends we're seeing really, you know, that's a, this is another avenue for banks in particular who don't get into lease to, you know, ramp up, um, you know, their, their loan originations if, if, they're, if they're financing these lease buyouts. Um, so, you know, another, another trend that we're going to keep, keep an eye on on the leasing front, there's really no indication when leasing will get back to, you know, a normal scenario um, as, as it were in the pre-pandemic levels with inventory being the way it was. Well, that about does it for today's episode. Uh, thanks for joining us on the roadmap and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.